Anyway. But first, first of all, you you know damn well you wasn't driving no damn where. You already know That's I ain't going to drive no Georgia. First and foremost. You closer damn Georgia than I am. I'm not finna drive no fucking Georgia. I told y'all I would drive halfway and y'all could have drove halfway and came and got me. Right. Nobody does <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. And your, look, and you talking about we lucky. Look, you better be lucky we, we was up at damn 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning to answer that damn FaceTime call you always hitting us with. I call these niggas every morning <laughs> when I get off of work. I don't care if it's 6.30, 7.30, or 8.30. We I feel neglected there. when y'all don't answer my FaceTime. So anyways, let's get on into it because we got us a couple guests today. So down below, we have my good girlfriend, Isha, my twin. And then we have Trevor. So, hey, hello to you both. How are y'all doing? Doing all right. Hey. How you doing, Isha? What's going on in them L.A. streets? Them California (laughs) streets? Yeah, I'm not in L.A. Now, everything's going good. Um, Everything's going good. You know, I'm still working on some things, but everything's going good. I should be in L.A. this weekend um, for this business meeting, a little luncheon for, for women um, entrepreneurs, so I'm okay. really excited about that. Okay, and Trevor, how you doing? Mr. I'm doing well. Oh, manager. Yeah, I'm also. I have other titles as well. I'm also a comedian, national touring comedian. Share them with us. Share yeah, your titles just, with don't, us. Don't limit me. Don't limit me. I definitely you know I mean? don't want to do really that. Bad. Yeah, but um, we just got in from Indianapolis. We had some shows out there, and I actually also will be in LA Friday through. Thursday of next week, oh. uh, building my brand and shopping myself around out there in them LA streets. So it's a big move for me coming up here soon. So um, oh I'm happy to be able to finally join. It's been a couple of times where you posted on Facebook and needed some speakers and I like to talk, but I also want to share my point of view as a middle-aged man that also has children that's been through breakups, that's been the cause for breakups and also had some hurt as well. So I feel like I might be able to add a different perspective uh, for, for the viewers and the listeners. So thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. Thank you for being able to um, join us tonight. Now, um, I do have, I have some questions for you guys, but I can't, oh, here they go. So um, I have 21 questions in front of me. So Isha, we're going to start with you. I want you to pick three numbers between one and 21. These are like little icebreaker questions. Um, Nothing major. Just, you know, I was just sitting around one day and just came up with some questions. So, um, three, three numbers, one through 21. Okay. Three. Okay. 18. Okay. 21. All right. So, um, three is which would you prefer Netflix, Hulu, Disney plus, or stars? I don't know why the fuck that's a question. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Disney, because that's where Beyonce resides. Hello. Uh -uh, (laughs) She got, she got, uh, uh, special on Netflix too. She got oh, and HBO. Okay, you she dropped. No, no, uh, no. She got the Netflix, the concert on the Coachella, Baychella is on Netflix. Right, but then she dropped her album on HBO. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, so, um, you said eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen was no sex for a year or no head for the rest of your life. Oh, that's easy. No sex for a year. I mean, simple. <laughs> <laughs> <Light work. laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> and then 21 was um, Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. But I thought you said, it, nope, never mind. Okay. For the people. Right. <laughs> okay, Trevor. So I got 21 questions. One through 21, pick three numbers. Seven, 11, and 14. Okay. Seven is date night or game night? That's tough because that's a good one. Yeah. That's tough because most of like if we uh, okay, I'm as a single man. Okay. <laughs> that I am now, I would definitely go with date night over game night. In okay. a relationship, I want to do game night with other people, couples. other couples. Okay. Yeah. And you said eleven. Eleven. Morning sex, makeup sex, or drunk sex? Morning sex, cause baby. You talking about brick? <laughs> okay. You talking about something brick? <laughs> okay. And what was your third number? Fourteen. Fourteen is what do men want from women? So you, as a, answer it from your point of view. What do you want from a woman? Mm, that's a loaded question. Just give um, me the basics, like your top three. I'm a um, definitely, definitely an understanding. Okay. I think that getting to know somebody means trying to understand them. I think a lot of times we force ourselves to like somebody because of everything else around them, they look good, they butt fat, they got money, he's handsome, he got a car, and he, he got a nice place, you know, all that type of shit. But like getting to know somebody, I feel like creates an understanding. Knowing where I'm from, how I was raised in the trials and stuff that I've been through, you might not like me knowing all my baggage. So I think an understanding is one. Um, I want great communication. Okay. And I need, need, need a com combination of support and loyalty. I don't want to okay. have to worry about stuff. You know what I mean? Like you being um, promiscuous or, you know what I mean? I yeah. If I'm in a monogamy relationship, but I think the support for my career, for for my, my, my mental health, you know, all that stuff. I think having a woman that's supportive where I, we can, as men, I'm sure he can understand that we can uh, be vulnerable that we can lay our head in your lap and not feel less of a man, that type of shit. Okay. I love those answers. Okay. Mm. Well, um, once again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, all right. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about gender roles. Now, for those of you who do not know, gender roles are like, in layman term, it's like what men are quote unquote expected to do in relationships or just as men. And then what women are expected to do. So for example, um, a man is supposed to walk, um, a man is supposed to take out the trash. A woman is supposed to cook and clean. So those are just examples of some gender roles um, that we um, that we know of in today's society, right? But like I was thinking one day, um, because like I think I came across a post on social media where someone was talking about um, they're saving themselves for marriage, right? And uh, they were saying how um i they didn't want to be front it, this is not off subject but just hear me out right they were saying how they wanted to save themselves for marriage because that's what was in the bible okay and that um they felt as though gender roles were biblical okay so i was thinking like the world would be i wonder what the world would be like if we didn't ever if we've never heard of the bible okay all these rules and stipulations and 
all these teachings in the Bible? What would the world be like within the, w- without the Bible, okay? And then I got to thinking, because, at, okay, back in the day, so I just kind of told y'all that Bible story. I don't even know why. It, my, this is how my thought process works, okay? So just hit me out. So after I was thinking about the Bible thing, right, I was like, men men have been doing this for so long and men have been expected to do this for so long and then women have been expected to do this for so long right so like i was just wondering like what would the world be like if there weren't any gender roles what would imagine what the conversation would be like if we weren't we wasn't concerned with the man paying all the bills or with the woman doing the laundry or with the man taking out the trash or with the man holding the door open for a woman, right? So like, that's what brought on this idea for this topic because I just feel like, are gender roles outdated? Do people still follow gender roles? Or is it like, is it like a hit and miss depending on who we talking to and where we at? You see what I'm like? Do this make sense? I think it depends on who you talking to. Yeah, I think it depends on the household. So, like, with me, like, gender roles damn near didn't exist because everybody did everything. Like, in my in my household is is woman dominant. <clears throat> so, you we grass need to be cut. All of us getting out there and doing that shit. Somebody getting on the ride more. Somebody get, somebody getting on the push more. Don't don't scrunch your damn face I'm up like that. No more. Well, I'm not saying yeah, I, I tell you what, if I'm my grandma said, get your ass out and cut that grass. You're going to get out there and cut that grass with the rest grandma. of Well, she teaches. Those are good skills to teach your girls. So, you know, in case yeah, you can't it, you know, the man to do it. And I mean, in, in, and I looked at it like, like all of us being able to do everything, freaking cook, clean, you know, wash clothes, like all that, like we was, everybody was doing all that shit. And, and like, we were, and it wasn't like we were washing, like, especially like washing clothes. Like, we were washing everybody's clothes. It wasn't just your clothes that you was washing. All, everybody come dump your shit. Whoever turned it to wash clothes, go ahead, go ahead and do, do what you do. And, and that was that. And that's all, that was always what it was at, at our household. So it wasn't never no real gender roles. I mean, other than the women cooking. You was raised by your grandmother, Smurfs? Yeah. So I, between my grandmother and my older sister. Okay, okay, so how strong women. But yeah, so and that's why I said like like with our house the way it was, like it didn't matter man, woman, child, you you out there doing you you doing everything. You learning how to do everything so that way and I looked at it as a learning a learning experience on the strength that I'm gonna be out in this world by myself, so I need to know how to cook, how to clean, do all that shit. So at the very least I can take care of me. Okay, go ahead, Trevor. You want to say something? Um, I would like to piggyback a little bit off of that. So, me, I was raised in a traditional household. It was a mom, a dad, and my older sister. She's eight years older than me, right? And we stayed in an apartment complex, uh, low-income housing and stuff like that, and I met some friends. And I had a friend that was in the situation you were. He was raised by his grandmother in this household with multiple families in this household. So, it's probably about roughly like 15 people in a four bedroom household, right? So all wow. of the kids in the age group between let's say eight and 14 
everybody had what you th- you were talking about and they called them responsibilities. They wasn't chores, right? right? So instead of placing gender roles on each kid, what they did was had chores, right? So they had like a notebook paper that was like always on the refrigerator and they had like the day of the week and who was supposed to do what, right? So you had a responsibility. It wasn't necessarily a chore. So some days, my friend, he had to be the one wash dishes while the girl was the one that vacuumed and then, then the, the other kid was the one that had to go do the trash. Boom, boom. But it was always a male that did the trash in that. And I bring this up because in my house, it wasn't that. My sister washed dishes. If you wanted to take a bath, you took a bath and you cleaned behind yourself. It was more like cleaning was like one of those things you did behind yourself. You used right. the dish, you cleaned that dish. But if the dishes piled up, it was my mother, then it was my sister. Cooking, it was my mother. Of course, I wasn't old enough until I got old enough to cook for myself. Then I wanted to make meals for my mother. But my mother taught me all of those roles, just like you, so that when I did get out in the world, I didn't have a dependent. I wasn't dependent on a woman, right? But I say all that to say this because I have found through therapy that they that could have haunted me in my relationships. Because in a good relationship with, with a good woman, with a trustworthy woman, with a loyal woman, I always had this sense that if this fails, I'll still be all right because I don't need a woman, which is I think is a good thing. But I never really appreciated those things when she was doing. It was like if she chose to cook a full meal for the household and bring my plate to my to, to me and feed me, it was like, okay, she's doing something nice now. But not understanding that this is how she was raised and she was honoring her man, right? I wasn't right. appreciating it to the level that I should have. Now, had I been raised to where knowing that those type of things are something that she's, you know, no different than a man. Okay, I, I got a, I went ahead and got a uh, money order and took care of the bills, this this money, stuff like that. Like, that's not what I got to do, but I'm doing it because I want to. But also, I want her to appreciate that. So those little things that we are talking about with gender roles, it's always a slippery slope with them. You know what I mean? Like she said, if we take certain things out the Bible, I was just now in Indianapolis with a uh, bisexual woman that does comedy with us. Her name is Paris Sachet. And sometimes she wears heels. Sometimes she has her own retro Jordans and Yeezys, right? So we were walking downtown, walking to the show, and it was a puddle. And I wanted to reach back and help her off the stoop, you know, off the curb that we was crossing. And I started to think, is that homo? Like, is she going to be like, nigga, move your hand? You know what I mean? <laughs> but instead of just thinking it, I had that conversation with her. You know what I mean? Because I'm used to helping a woman off the curve. You know what right. I mean? And she, she was like, I feel. Did she have on or did she have her retros on? But, but she said, regardless, she still got titties in the vagina and she wants to be looked at. Like, you know what I mean? Regardless. Like, right. so me doing those Wait, things. Wait, it's, it's a girl bisexual. Yeah, she's yeah. she's a girl. Okay, okay. But yeah, she's, she's a girl, and she's a girl regardless of what her. Sexual. Right, right. But like, she's the homie though. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, still I gorgeous and all that. So like, it was I like I wanted to know, and instead of me just assuming and being a certain way, we discussed it. You know what I mean? Because I still live by certain gender rules. You know what I mean? Not gender roles, but gender rules. Like a man is it's okay that like she can't help me off the stoop because then I feel like. That's my job, which is what we're here talking about. Like a woman helping me off the curb is like, it's different. You get what I'm saying? No different than we could be driving down a country road and seeing a woman out there cutting grass. We're like, oh, look at look, look at that. But we can see a man doing the same thing and don't get that same admiration. Right. Because it's looked at, oh, that's what he's supposed to do. Right. That's because we, we've been conditioned to that's believe word. that that's what he's supposed to do. Right. Like, Okay, so 
I'm sorry, Isha. Go ahead, cause I we didn't even hear your uh output on it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I definitely believe in gender roles. Um, I definitely do too. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I definitely do, but uh, I mean, I can definitely respect. It, I, like I said, I, I do believe it's in every, it differs in everybody's household. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my house, and if if a, if a man is in my house, I don't care if he's my man or your man. I'm not touching no trash. You know, it is certain stuff, you know, but I do feel like everybody should be able to do everything. But at the same time, I definitely believe in gender roles. So my words was getting my words were kind of running into each other when we first started the show. Right. But the reason why I brought up the Bible is because like, you know, all this, y'all have to keep in mind the, the Christianity religion was something that was forced on our ancestors back during slavery. Right. So it's almost like the Bible. Right. And so it's almost like the Bible is literally just a fiction book. It's a book you can get out of the library in the fiction section. Okay? It's literally just a book somebody wrote. I heard somebody I heard somebody say it's the it's the longest comic book ever. And I mean and I wouldn't say comic book, but I mean it's just it's a book right. that we have been conditioned to believe Jesus and God and everybody involved put it sat down and say, "Hey, we're going to write y'all this book to live by." You know, so thinking of the situation that way, right? The Bible is literally non-existent, okay? It's just the imagination of somebody else that want us to believe it's true. Whatever the case may be, my question to you guys is, if the Bible did not exist, do y'all feel like gender roles would be what they what they are or what they are supposed to be or what we think that they are supposed to be absolutely you still think that the gender roles would still exist if we didn't have a bible absolutely if, if you yeah. never heard of the bible yeah yeah i mean it's people all over the world i mean gender roles are everywhere i mean i don't know where anywhere not just in christianity you know what i mean like she's saying it's buddhists that still I mean, protect their women yeah right but I mean, see, that, see that's the that's the confusion for a man and, but okay, and I'm glad y'all said it because that's where my confusion comes in it, right? Because it's like you have men who they just they're just naturally men. They hold doors. They uh they mean, like they just do things that na- it's so confusing because it's like it's almost being a man and the rules of a man and then gender roles is one and the same to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of stuff is not a learned behavior. You know what I mean? A lot of what we are is is in our DNA, the testosterone right. stuff see, that we have. But that's what it I'm saying. Like, pushed on us. Is it in your be is it is it in your DNA to just be a man and to be respectable and to hold doors open for a woman <laughs> and to make sure she goes gets into the house when you drop her? Well, the mass population of men don't do that. That's the thing. No, no, no. Okay. But that's yeah. I, under, I understand that. What's the what's the blood type? Is that a learned DNA or is that just, I mean, is that a learned behavior or is that something that is just in you? I think it trickles down. Like, okay, so I think in a man's natural DNA behavior with a woman, right? I mean, you go back to the cave days, you know what I mean? Like, we supposed to go hunt and eat and bring the fruit. Like, we want to 
take care of protectors and providers, right? That's uh, not uh, something uh, that's uh, necessary. Back in the day, uh, in the cave days, the woman did the hunting. Yeah, okay, but listen, what I'm saying, uh, from what you've been taught, right? <laughs> but for, like, for, for a man, for a man, or for myself, let me speak for myself. Okay. Like, I'm going to always be able to take care of me. Like, I want to stand up on my own two feet, be able to take care of me and mine, my my kids, right? I'm I'm, I'm a man first, then I'm a father, right? So mm-hmm. that, th- those are my own rules. And I, and, and then you're talking to somebody that had an had a alcoholic and drug abusive dad, and he wasn't there and this, that, and third. So it ain't like I learned how to be a dad from a right. dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this is just the things that I made up on my own of what I want for myself what I've seen that I want to mold myself into. But a lot of men are directly born with that. The testosterone level that we automatically embody is that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why they say when we, when we don't meet that bar, it becomes feminine. You know what I mean? It's like a cliche word to be able to say, but that is the estrogen that you guys possess. You get what I'm saying? To be soft and, and warm and, and delicate. You get what I'm saying? So that already is there. So if we uh, already possess that warrior testosterone thing, then it's going to naturally turn into a protection for ours, for our family, know. for our kids. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that just because I know for a fact that your testosterone level have nothing to do with masculinity or just being a man in, in regardless. I think it's learned behavior. You know, you even though you wasn't raised by a man or you didn't have that, um, he didn't have that type of person that he could look up to. Guidance. You know, he still, you know, that guidance, you know, he still saw something negative and saw that, okay, I don't want to be like that. I don't know his situation, but I do believe that that was definitely, you know, you, you don't just wake up and, oh, I'm a man and, you know, I have this role and I'm going to play my role. I feel like that is definitely a learned behavior, something that's taught. Yeah, because you got well, some men that's born yeah. and they directly go straight into being feminine, you know what I mean? Because of what they've learned and been around, you know what I mean? That it was okay to walk around in mama's heels, you know what I mean? Like, so some of that is that too. So I get yeah. what you're saying. I agree. And I was also going to say too, um, so like for some men who wasn't raised by a man or who didn't have the masculine guidance that they would usually get from their father, um, not, I don't know if I would call it learned behavior, but they probably see that their daddy is absent. And when they grew up, they decided that they didn't want to be that type of man. Would right. you still consider that learned behavior as well? Yeah, that is definitely learned behavior. Definitely, yeah. Okay. That's exactly, that's exactly the way how I felt when, when my daughter was born. It was just like, okay, my. Your like, dad wasn't my, there, but you wanted to yeah. be. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I can't, I don't want that. I didn't want that for my daughter, so you can learn what not to be. Right. Okay. You try. You you learn from. You learn from that, and try. You know, try and be a better person through through those lessons. Okay. So, um, we're gonna start with Isha. Isha, can you name um a gender role that you would like to get rid of, if you have any? Yeah, I don't think I have any. Okay. I feel like. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I just feel like everybody's meant to do what they meant to do. I do feel, agree that everyone should be able to hold their own by, on their own. You know, every man should know how to cook, clean. You know, every woman should know how to get their own way and take care of their, their family. Um, but, you know, 
I don't, I don't, I can't think of a gender role, you know, because once you start mixing, blending those gender roles, then, you know, I don't know, it's just weird to me. No, I, I can't think of anything that I can, you know, I can't think of anything. <laughs> okay. Trevor, do you know of it? Do you have like a gender role that come to your mind that you kind of just want to get rid of? Um, yeah, I got a good one. Um, providing uh i think that this whole notion that a man is supposed to be the breadwinner pay all the bills and all this that and the third and that makes him acceptable and deemed as a king in his own home i've never had a problem with uh being in a relationship or dealing with a woman that makes more money than me but of course i personally want to be in a situation where if we are together and have children and we have a home and we paying a mortgage, I don't want to be in a position where you're paying everything because now you have control. I'm not too much worried about feeling less of a man or anything like that. But I think that if we kick that out, then I think we'll be able to be more supportive in each other's careers. We'll be able to grow more together, be able to become more partnership in expanding and starting new businesses with each other, have joint accounts and shit like that. Like, I feel like if we can kick that, that mindset out that it's because because it seems like and I have been a victim of this that as soon as a man can't provide then things change you're not as intimate with him as you used to be um the communication level can can falter you know what I mean things like that and if if a man earns then it seems like we're more intimate you're happier you're proud of him you boast to your family and friends about him but I've always been a notion of seeing stuff like, okay, let's say, for example, I'm just giving an example. Let's say your man lost work, right? He's at home. He's been out of work for a week, right? You get up at nine o'clock in the morning. It's cold as fuck this morning, right? He gets up before you. He starts your coffee. He makes your breakfast. He goes out to the car. He warms the car for you. You get up. You take your shower. You get your breakfast. You get your stuff. Bye, sweetheart. I'm going to look for some jobs while you're gone, baby. You're gone. Now, while you're gone, he takes care. He cuts the grass. He cleans the gutters. He uh, fixes the hole in the wall that the kids did. He cleans the house. He uh, pressure washes the house. He checks the mail. He takes the garbage out. You know, he does all of those things while you're at work. You come home to a clean house, all of those things. The next day, the little bit of money that he might be able to scramble up, he goes get the brakes done on the car. You know, he does all of this stuff that in reality would cost you daycare, getting the gutters clean, getting the grass cut, getting the brakes done. You know, all those little things that I feel like also adds worth to the relationship, but it's deemed as if, nigga, you at home all day. Well, I got to go work a nine to five. Like, it seems like a lot of that gets missing in the whole financial part of it. So I think that's one of the biggest roles that I feel like if that was kicked and men didn't have to put so much pressure on that and stress to make their women happy and women didn't seek that because there's a lot of women that's so independent that they don't need it so when they get it they don't want to go back to that so mm-hmm. i feel like we kick that i feel like we'll be able to have more of a partnership instead of a relationship i love that the pig, i ain't saying i agree but your answer was really good uh, i was completely good. agree i Shut completely up, agree you, you hush <laughs> but uh but no just to kind of piggyback off of it man because i think a lot of it now, I, I, I will always resort back to social media and how how people kind of deem the whole providing part. And it's like it's like sometimes you can't you can't help for certain situations that happen, like you said, 
if the man messes around, you know, loses his job or whatever. But if if he can come back around and do all those things to make sure home is straight while while she's at work, on top of trying to search for a job, I'm like searching for a job ain't easy. Shit, I for somebody who after I got out of the military didn't have a job for three years, I was going to school full time, and you know, kind of making that money work, making that money work, and I got married in on top of that while I while I still didn't have a job and still made the shit work. Like I made I made it work. And then then once I got to a point where I was like, okay, I really, I really gotta I really gotta find a job and I messed around and got on that time order and then it just everything changed after that. I mean, at the time my my then wife she still made more money than me, but it was, I didn't care. I was like like shit, as long as I was able to get my ass up, go to work, and then we started on we started on uh, photography business. So it's just like things started to fall started to fall in line, and I still did. I still tried to make sure home was straight while she was at work, or you know after I got done with my classes or whatever, beat feet home, do whatever needed to be done, and shit, we we were straight. So it sounds like it got better when you, you know, started. I mean, of, of course, uh, of course, my, like, of course, once I started back working, of course, my confidence. Yeah, that's what up. I was going to say. That's yeah, what I want. I was going to wait Yeah, right. my confidence came back around because I'm like, okay, now, now I'm able to help, help provide and help take care of bills comfortably. Right. But with the gender role, that's what your confidence was lacking because you started to feel like you wasn't doing what you need to do as a man yeah. not as and not as her mate right mm-hmm. like like ha, like we don't hear enough of those stories to where a woman says like baby i know you fell on hard time my, my situation i'm a i'm a touring comic right so with covid shutting down all the clubs like that's a problem for me right so i'm picking up what not jobs and and for me it's really belittling myself but i got kids and i'll shovel shit for them to be able to have what they need right but it still doesn't meet the requirements that we had set, the, the the workload that we had on our monthly bills and stuff like that. So I'm still going with that. I might be able to get my kids a haircut. I, I can't get one. I might be able to get the grass cut this week, but not next week. So, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, all of that stuff is starting to happen. And while that's happening, we, because of these gender roles, start to feel less of a man on our own. We started to feel like, you know, you walk past the mirror, you don't like what you see in the mirror. You know what I mean? You start to feel like if she say, you know, let's go out to eat. Like, I'm tired of going and you have to pick up the tab. Like, you know what I mean? Like, certain to your homeboys call, hey, man, we going out tonight. You know, y'all go ahead. Like, right. you kind of want to go, but if I got $100, I need to be doing something else with it. So you started right. to feel less of a man. When you got that job, it wasn't about how much money you made. It was the fact that you was going out being productive daily yes. and, and, and able to be able to stand tall in your home and say, well, I only got seven, eight hundred dollars to be able to get you on these bills, but it's everything I got. Right. You know what I mean? And I went to work for that, and I put my fingers in the ground and pulled something up. So like right. that is like if we can get rid of that gender role to where that pressure, because a lot of men go through a depression trying to please not the woman but the role. You get what I'm saying? Like it really can force you into depression, and and some men don't crawl back out of that. Do you think women don't hold that? Have, you don't think that happened to women? Like if a woman lose her job, and of course, you don't think they feel that pressure. Of course, I don't even think. I don't even think it's just with the job, Isha. I feel like women we have situations where we're in depression too, but it's not necessarily work related. You know, yes. as women, 
it's it's more so like keeping a man's attention because it's just so much other stuff out there, you know, or just like just being able to keep the man happy. I feel like a lot of women go through situations where they just feel like they not they not enough for 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 the men that they're with, you know. So I don't think it's I don't think it's more so just the job. I think a lot of women fall into depression when they feel like they're not enough to satisfy or to please the man that they're with or just period. You know, or infidelity like issues that to, we put on y'all. Right. It doesn't even necessarily have to be relationship related. I, I mean, I was just saying that to say because because you guys he was saying that he feel less of a man because he wasn't able to provide and it's because of these gender roles. Well, I feel like, you know. I don't know. I just feel the total opposite about that. Because for me, for me, myself, you know, I'd have been in a situation where I didn't have a job. I felt exactly the same way he was saying he felt, you know, or, you know, when I wasn't able to provide for myself the way I want to, you know, even now I'm stressed out because I'm not even rich yet. It, you know, that's just always been my dream. And so, like, I, I feel that pressure, too. But at the same time, when you that's when I feel like you, you need to work on yourself versus worrying about a relationship. Agree. If, if you're not ready to be in a relationship, if you're not ready to be that man who's going to provide and protect, you know, I don't feel like you're ready. Me, I don't, you know, I feel the same way about myself. You know, even if you say, okay, I quit my, oh no, I got fired or I lost my job or whatever may have happened. You know, I've been gone for, I've been out of work for a week, but you come home, the house clean and all that stuff. It's going to be cute, you know, the first couple of times, but then, you know, after a certain amount of time, I'm like, did I, I didn't sign up for no housewife. I signed up for a man. And when I think of a man, I think of someone that's, you know, that's going to be provided or at least putting in that work. You know, it's okay to support them, support, you know, someone's dream. But as far as, you know, I don't think for me, that's why I say it's just different. So I, I've seen it work where the woman is the main provider and the man is taking care of the home. And I've seen it work. I just feel like for me, you know, that's just, you know. I got a question for you. Would you would you let a man would, would you be okay with I want to make sure I ask it the right way where it's not like swaying the question anyway. Um, how do you feel about stay at home mothers? I don't believe in if they can't afford it. No, I'm saying I, I mean explain yeah please I go need further to ex- than that. explain like it. when you said the afford it part please. Yeah, I mean I feel like as far as okay as, now and, and yeah I might have. Okay, so I see where you're going with that. You know, that is a very hard job, but I feel like, you know, that's, a, okay, that's a gender role, to go back to your question, Aisha, early, that is a gender role that I probably would get rid of, just because there are some men who just adamant about, you know, their wife being a stay-at-home mom, when the wife need to go and make some money, too, because the man can't necessarily afford it. So you're basically saying you feel like the stay-at-home mother role is only for men who can afford for their wife to be stay-at-home moms? Is that what you, is that basically your answer? Honestly, to- I won't stay. I would not stay at home if my home. Okay. I, I thought you were coming the whole time. That's why my door was open. <laughs> but like my sister's a stay-at-home mom. Her husband works two full-time jobs. She sees him one day a week. Okay, no, see, I'm not doing that. Can I? Can I? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean, and it's you know, it's hard for her, but his whole thing is 
you know, I'm the man, I'm supposed to be provided. And I, and I, they're very protective over their kids. And so they don't want their kids to be raised. They don't want anyone else raising their kids, which I understand. But uh, yeah, he works. He, that's, a, that's what, in my definition, when I think of a man, that's a man. A man that Is it though? Uh, I I would never want to put my I'm sorry Trevor go ahead go ahead oh that's exactly what I was getting to and I'm that's great I'm glad you have like a great example for that because stay at home mothers right she's at home and he and he believes in this because of whatever role he got going on but there's no way that a relationship can flourish if he has two full time jobs and basically we are just roommates we're partners right i'm we gonna go work they're they doing room. everything everything that they're doing is for these kids it ain't for them at all <laughs> she's staying right? at home and you it's said she right. hates it she she's she's not doing well right that she's no, at home all day no i didn't I mean, say that what, what did she, you say it was no, something you said she you know she hates that she don't see him a lot but this is what they yeah do. that's what i was getting at she she hates do, it. you know when they do they they have a lot of you know, they like his day off is their family night. You know, they do things with the kids. You know, my sister has a lot of anxiety. We we were raised, you know, if if families were a lot of generational curses. And yeah, my sister's very protective of her kids. And so she is it's hard for her, you know, until her kids go to school. Now keep in mind, this just really started. He always wanted her to be like that. And they they started dating in, in college. He's been like that since college. She's what, 30? She's she's about to be 30. No, she's about to be 30 in, 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 in uh, August. And so they've been dating since college. She's always had two jobs or working working full-time and going to school. Then when they came home, he's always did that, even when she had a job. But, you know, ever since the COVID, actually she stopped working, you know, with COVID. And he took advantage of that. was like, look, I don't want you going back to work. And then she had another baby. So they're like, okay, we're gonna have to wait till the babies get older. But that that dynamic, only reason why it went and worked for me is because, you know, of the living situation. But other than that, like, I, I can appreciate somebody working hard like that. But then that would make me want to work even harder so that you know we can get this you know palace that I you know I'm going to have you know in two years. Yeah. Okay, what I was saying was, okay, so, like, now, with him working that amount of hours, right, like, mm -hmm. what you do is you working so many amount of hours to main, maintain a lifestyle over here, but you don't even have time to enjoy it. You get what I'm saying? Like, so so what happens is you end up working so many amount of hours without the lifestyle to enjoy. You got that little area right there in the middle that you call, that they call it family night and doing those little things, but it can weather away at you, right? So... I personally want to be in a situation where my woman, my wife, the queen, don't ever have to worry about money, right? But with that, I want to be with the same woman that says, okay, being that you have all the financial things under control, we have a safety net. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start a nonprofit organization or I'm going to start a business at the home. You know what I mean? Like something like that to where it ain't even about the money you could be making. But you're doing something actively. 
daily other than just feeding the kids and you know watching the kids and getting them off to school and stuff like but you have goals that you set and that you're meeting you have something productive that you're getting done daily because i want you to know your worth i want you to feel like you got something accomplished i feel like a lot of stay-at-home mothers the ones that i have met and known that has longevity in old age they started to feel like they didn't do nothing with their life you get what i'm saying like and i want my woman to have that for me so that while I'm out earning and taking care of the finances and stuff like that, she feels equally in this together that we getting shit done. Like if I'm able to afford you that much time, it's a lot you could be doing with it. You get what I'm saying? So like, I want to feel like a man, but in providing that for you, I can't come home and on the other foot, if she's working all day and she come home and like, okay, I got the house clean. Okay. I mean, well you had eight, nine, 10 hours to do it. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I want to know that, she has her own thing. It sounds like you do believe in gender roles. Yeah, um, I always said that I did. I just wanted to kick a few of them. <laughs> like, I still want to take the trash out and drag the damn trash can. It's the gender roles that have anything to do with money that he kind of wants to be. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, because I still want to teach my sons to take the trash out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still want to teach my sons, like, to put the toilet seat back down because you're living in a house with women. Right, you get what I'm saying? but if, like it, I if it has anything to do with women, I mean, with money, you want that to be both of the everybody's responsibility. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like when it comes to the are money, you, you yeah. <laughs> what you say? So are you, te- you say you teaching them to take out the trash and all that? But are you teaching them to be providers and men of the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, my my baby boy, he's eight. He, I have a little job in town. And he comes up to the job with me because he sees that I work a lot and he uh he asks for little duties to do to earn money. He saves it. So I'm teaching him how to earn and to save. Right. But I'm also teaching him that when you have your money with you, that your mom is not supposed to pay for everything. We stop at gas stations and he won't push pops. He won't his little stuff that he can provide that because he worked for it. So now when he wants it, he can actually buy it. Now I have to be like, OK, I can't tell you well, I can, but I tell him I'm not going to tell you no because you earned the money to buy it, but you can't eat it right now. You, you know what I mean? Wait till you get some food and this, that, and the third. But I want him to have that mindset. My oldest boy, the same. I make sure that he earned. I call, I'm not in the home anymore. We're not together, but I call and make sure he took care of what he needs to take care of. I'll cash out him some money, and then he buys stuff on his game. So now he don't have to ask his mom for it. He don't have to go in there and wait for her or be on those type of things. So, like, I teach them the way to earn and to get what they want for themselves, but also they see how I am with them, so they be able to be that like that with their kids as, as well. Just, when we out, I take care of all of this, but the little stuff that y'all want to do, I have no problem with taking y'all to Dollar Tree and letting y'all shop to y'all drop. You get what I'm saying? Because y'all done earned that money. Right. Well, just a little bit inside back to my sister. You know, my sister always worked. My sister had the same job from when she was in college up until a year before COVID. Then she changed, you know, job field or whatever. She literally just stopped working, but when she was when she was working, her husband would not allow her to pay bills. He, my my sister husband, has had two jobs literally since they got out of college, and so and that's so that he could take care of because you know it's hard out here. You know, especially what's his nationality? Is he African American? Yes, he is. He's African American, black. You know, natural born. You know, and so it's 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 nice to see because it gives a person like me hope. Like, okay. There are some real men out there because at the end of the day, she see, she see, you know, she's a hard worker herself. She has her degree. She's worked 
all of her life. This is the first time she's not worked, but at the same time, she's breastfeeding all day and dealing with a five-year-old and keeping up with her household. But she misses him, right? Yeah, but, you know, she always... I didn't even say she misses him because this is what she knows. This is... I I want to be missed. Shit. (laughs) Right. Damn, two jobs, one day a week, you, one you day know, a week. But, that's, hey, that's that's tough. I'm a Scorpio, yeah, and we're a if that's a real man. Emotional sign. I can't, he's a I can't deal one day. Yeah, that's gonna bother me. Hey, I'm, Murph, I'm if you. I'm a if a real man is dead, I'm telling you now, I'm falling short I'm of that. Well, well short. Aisha, that would bother you. So would you yeah. rather? So tell me this. I already know what you're asking. Oh, this time, boy, you should be here on this. I'm talking about the general. Would you? It would bother me as a man because I want I want to be able to to see my woman on a on a regular basis. I want I want that that I want that skin to skin contact. Right, right. It ain't got to be sex related, but I want that skin to skin contact. I want to be able to look my woman in the face when I get to the crib and and enjoy my time with her. She see him every day. He come home for a couple hours. And then I'm back off to work. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. I need more than a couple hours. Oh, no. I mean, if you was able to, and I'm pretty sure, you know, once he gets to where he want to be in his career and he's making right. the amount that he can do, then yeah. But I'd rather you, I'd rather not see you when you're working than see you all day and you're not providing anything or you're providing the bare minimum. Yeah, I, definitely, I agree. I definitely agree with that. That I, that's, I mean, that's a big, that's a big disparity, though. I mean, from couch potato to working all day, <laughs> I, I would rather find a niche to where I'm able to provide enough and more, but also mm-hmm. for us to be able to enjoy each other, right? Yeah. And I mean, I know when you have kids, a lot of that change because I mean, it's not a lot of us out here planning pregnancies, you know. I mean, so a lot of it changed. But what's the end game? Like, am I working these two jobs for us to get to a certain place, or is this just life? You know what I mean? Like, we have to have a plan in place to where, okay, I'm gonna work these two jobs for this amount of time. We are gonna deal with it, and you, you know, handle that. Boom, boom. And then when I get to this certain amount of savings and put up, then we are gonna transition. Like, that can't just be life for me. Right. I remember. Um. I remember years ago, I used to think that I wanted to be a housewife or if if it was a requirement for me to work, like if I just had to work to help out, I only wanted to work for my husband, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I bought my house that I my thought process changed. You know, I'm on a 30-year, I'll have my house paid off in 30 years, but imagine if I was married and we both hustling and we got this mortgage paid off in 12 or 13 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, I used to want to be the housewife, but I be going to work on my days off because I be bored sitting at home. So that housewife shit ain't going to work for me. (laughs) Just because you're a housewife don't mean you have to be you know, just at home. No, but I'm just saying, like, I have to be doing something, and I, I just have to, I have to be contributing financially some type of way. I, I've never had it, I've never in my life had it where one of my boyfriends was the main provider. Like, I just didn't feel comfortable. I would, with some of my exes in my past, or with some of my boyfriends in my past, I would ask him, like, babe, you'll pay my phone bill? And he'd be like, yeah, I got you. 
but I would go ahead and pay it and just use the money he gave me as pocket change or, you know, just that reimbursement because I didn't feel comfortable putting my financial responsibilities in the hands of somebody else. Like I just, me, I just don't feel comfortable because I was, I was in a relationship where one of, I'm not going to. But you've been hurt. You know what I mean? I've like, been, I've been in some very traumatic situation. I had a nigga re-up with my rent money. Yeah, so you like, just need somebody I'm that came in your life and let you know it's okay. I don't okay. feel comfortable with <laughs> all of my bills in the response in the hands of somebody else. I just don't feel comfortable. It's hard like, for you to give that up. I look, I need you to give me Until the money and let me go pay the bills. I can do that, mm-hmm. but me put it in your hands to make you responsible. No, I just but see, so, but at this at this point that we're at now, hell, most motherfuckers, we just going online and paying bills. So like like my last marriage, the only thing that we would the only thing that we we literally like put money together for, and actually that kinda that kind of went out the window was the mortgage. But like all the other bills is just like, hey, and it'll be, it'll be more, hey, I paid this bill, or it should have hey, I went ahead and paid this bill. All right, cool. So now one less thing we gotta worry about, we can focus on whatever's next. Yeah. So I yeah, it, it was I mean I get where you I get where you coming from. <laughs> but at this point, like shit, hey, just, hey, can you go online and go pay this bill real quick? Shit. Well see, I'm doing automatic payments. So <laughs> they just gonna take it out as if this dude, they just automatically take it out of my account. The only thing that's not like that is my car payment, my insurance. Um, and my mortgage, but for the most part, like everything else is automatic payments. But like, I just think it's like, I, y'all know I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm a lover of all things love, but I just think it's so dope for two people to decide to come together and just thug their thing out. Like, I don't want it to be just your responsibility to do this or your my responsibility to do that. Let's let's just put our heads together and we both take care of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's take all the bills, divide them in half. This your portion, this my portion. Now, don't get me wrong, because I be on social media all day calling niggas broke if they can't pay all their girl bills. But I be more so doing that just to stir the pot. Oh just to God. piss some niggas can't. off. Y'all know, listen, you. y'all know I love rubbing motherfuckers the wrong way. But ultimately, when I, when I do find my person and I do get into that relationship, like, I want us both to thug this shit out. And then after six or seven years, you retire me. After six or seven years, you retire me. But for the most part, let's both thug it out. Let's both let's both take care of this business. Let's get this house paid off in 12 years rather than 30 or 15 years rather than 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the mindset that I'm on now. Now that I'm a homeowner, that's what I be thinking about. Like, I'm trying to hurry up and find me a man who can help pay this mortgage with me. You pay the mortgage <laughs> and I pay the mortgage so we can hurry up and get this house paid off. Like, that's that's the mindset that I'm on right now. So it's like, I, I would never want my man working two jobs full time and I only see him like one day a week. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I could survive. I don't think I, I could survive. So I definitely would no, I, I get Isha and sister her props because I could I wouldn't be able to survive. Yeah, and her husband. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think I, I'm too I'm too emotional. I'm not clingy, but I'm clingy a little bit. Like I just got to have you near me at a certain like what? What <laughs> babe? I'm clingy, on my way up to your job. Like this <laughs> listen. <laughs> 
I'm clingy a little bit, but I'm not clingy, clingy. You know so, if your dude, so you're telling me if your dude don't, can pay off your house, you don't even have to help him with, with the mortgage. But he could. That don't even sound like a dude. That sounds like a sugar daddy. That just no, sounds no, like no, somebody he, I'm he, just fucking with for money. The only time we spend together is Sunday because that's your only day out. And you mean to tell me I got to share Sunday with you and these badass kids that I've been dealing with all week? Because you been that motherfucking work? No. Hold on, Aisha. So you telling me you get a man that can pay off your house and then put you in another house, a big house than what you in? But the only problem is, you know, he's everything. Respectful. He don't cheat. You trust him. Y'all got open communication. Only thing is, cheat. you might only see him once a week. He, right, he can't cheat. He always at fucking right. work. He never be fucking the bitch at the job. <laughs> <laughs> he gotta that, be that, fucking with your house. Listen, but okay, you have to keep in mind too. Your sister and her husband's end goal is different from mine. See, I don't put a lot of value on monetary things. I don't. No, my sister money. work. No, no, we're not saying she don't, but what I'm saying is what their goal is, they're, that's different from mine. I don't give no fuck about no nigga putting me in no house. I put myself in the house. So I ain't with no nigga because of what he can do for me financially. See, but yeah, but the thing about the thing is like, I don't, that was his choice as a man. That wasn't what my sister right. And that was her choice. She will probably rather he, him not work I'm not saying nothing is wrong with that because what works for them works for them. But what I'm saying is in my household, if a full-time job for the both of us don't cut it, then this is not going to work because I refuse to be in a, in a relationship with anybody where they literally 20 hours of their day is spent on somebody's job just to make sure that our house get paid off and our kids got what they need. It's more to life than that. It's, it's, it's more... And this, I'm just speaking on me. It is, mm. It's more to life for I refuse to be working to live. I refuse to do that. Like, literally, we only got seven days in a week, and I spend six of them on somebody's job. I refuse to continue to live life like that. It's 24 hours in a day. I barely get eight hours of sleep, and I'm spending eight to ten hours of, of my day on somebody's job. To pay, to, to pay bills for the rest of my life. Up, sometimes you, you have worked like that. I'm pretty sure you have worked. Six, I have, years. and I that's what I'm saying. I, I no longer want to work like that. That shit is miserable. It is fucking miserable to literally go to work, come home, eat, take a shower, go to sleep, to wake up and do that shit all over the fuck again. That shit is miserable. You can't never take no vacation because you feel I'm so scared of being broke. I don't I don't even I won't even take a vacation. And this is just the honest God truth. I am so scared of being broke again. I'm so scared of not having no 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 more money until I get paid again that I've literally conditioned myself to only go to work. No one should have to live like that. Now, like I said, what works for your sister and her husband, that works for them. And if that works for them and they want to continue about that, that's fine. All I'm saying is I'm not getting no younger. And I refuse to let the best days of my life pass me by because I decided to go to work to make money to spend it on bullshit anyway. How much like, you fucking on Sunday? 
You can't be fucking too much because you're spending time with the kids. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that Sunday when, I, when we, that, that one day. I just said, you can't be fucking too much. I'm going to hurt something. You hear me? Because you, I'm coming man, to hurt man. something. Go have some pressure built up for real. Okay. I'm coming to hurt something. You hear me? <laughs> one day a week? Are you serious? That's crazy. Yeah, but if, if, if it works for them, it works for them. Relationship exciting. What's that? <laughs> I, said it makes I, used to live, I used to live next door to this one couple. It was a husband and wife. They had one, two, three, four boys. She would work in the morning and he would work at night. They did it this way to keep from having to pay daycare because daycare was so expensive. And like, it's literally, they had one car. So it's literally as soon as she got off work, they might have had an hour and a half together before he was heading out to go to work. And I just thought, I used to ask her, like, well, I, I they must have made it work because she always turned around pregnant. Like, I met her when she only had two boys, and when, by the time I left the neighborhood, she had four. So they made that shit work somehow. But, so like... That, that, hour, that hour in between. They, look, they were getting in. <laughs> they was getting in. Yeah, but... My thing is, if we doing that, then we gotta have a plan. Like it gotta be in, cause I know for right. a fact my work like, it habit has to it's, be a re- it's part of the reason why my relationship didn't work. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting home and you already sleep. Then I go take a shower and then might be trying to get me some of that cutty. But Chad, you we ain't get that side. You gotta get that lazy. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot. Not that. I don't want that. You feel me? Like you ain't gonna just be like, huh, man, huh? Damn, hurry up! Like I don't want none of that. You know what I mean? But we ain't seen each other all day, too, so I can understand as a woman, you might want to do shit outside the bedroom that's intimate. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if we doing all this back and forth, and we got to have a plan in place. We're like, I'm saving up for this, and, you know, we got that, and then we're going to do that. And then at this point, then I'm going to be able to transition to that. You know, like, once the comedy pick back up, then I'm going to be back on the road, and then we're going to be, you know what I mean? So, like, that's as long as we discussing and having a plan for it, then I can make it work. What about when you blow up and you're on the road all the time? You probably ain't gonna see your you girl once a week. You have to see her once every other week. Okay, I, I, I'm glad you said that, Isha. So for me personally, I ain't even blown up yet, but I've already put myself in position to for that situation. In the past three years, five times out of the year, I bring the entire family with me. My all three of my kids and my girl on the road: Richmond, Virginia, Atlanta, anywhere in the drive. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida, from North Carolina. My, let me make sure I'm saying that. So they've been to Philly. Atlanta three times. Uh, even on Father's Day, I was booked in Atlanta. So what I did was I rented out a suite and took my mom, her mom, and the kids down there. It cost me more than I made back on the shows, but I was able to have my family with me during that time. So I try to make sure that I put myself in position because I'm privileged with the job that I do have, the career I have, that I can do that. You know what I mean? And she works too. So if I do need her to help with a situation like that, she would. You get what I'm saying? So if I blow up, I'm going to be afforded more money to be able to do more of that. You get what I'm saying? Like, fly her and the kids out to wherever I'm at. If I got to be out for two months or if I'm on cruise ships doing shit, I can bring them out also. Like, I'm never going to go that long without being able to see my kids or hear from my kids and being attached to that or the woman that I'm going to be with, too. You know what I mean? Unless she has work as well and she has something to, to go do and accomplish. Then I'm all for that. You across the globe handling your business. I'm across the globe handling my business. But we got to be having a plan and communication to get back to us. We can't just be going two, three weeks with just living and not being us. Because in that case, we just partners now. 
So yeah, I always do stuff like that. Like if I'm out and it's somewhere, I'm like, okay, uh, I'll go ahead and tell her to ask off for this. You know what I mean? And then I already looked ahead and seen that, you know, um, one of her favorite artists might have a concert in that city. You know, like I plan something like that for September. Well, it's June now, uh, July. So I plan something like that for September, October. And then I'll be able to take her, by just me and her go out. Or the next time it'll be me, her, and the kids. And we'll go out, stay in the hotel room, the kids all in the pool. You know, so my kids are growing up in this business with me and they seeing their dad do this, you know what I mean? And the way I'm doing it. So if they go into something like that, they'll be able to understand it and say, okay, he even made sure we was a part of it. He didn't just desert us to go have his career and didn't try to financially provide and was never there. Because a lot of these kids are growing up like me and him, me and Smurf was saying, like, if the dad ain't there, we might learn now in our 30s that, oh, well, your dad always sent money home for you, but that don't amount to the fact that he wasn't there. You know what I mean? My homeboy Ryan, we was talking about that, man. He still has issues with the relationship with his kids, but he's provided for them since they was born. They are well off. The mother of his child is well off, but they don't know that shit. <laughs> where daddy at? You know what I'm saying? So this guy that's oh, working that much with your sister, like, where, where the fuck is daddy at? Yeah, well, they see him every day. And then, you know, I don't know what their plan is, but I know that I doubt that's his plan forever. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I can't do nothing but respect, you know, that he's doing what he has to do. And not oh, yeah, that's that's cool. what he has to do, because it's, like I said before, my sister, you know, she she's always worked. She just her first time out of work, you know, with this pandemic, made her leave work. But then she ended up getting pregnant, which is why she hasn't been back to work. But and she just had a baby like two, two or three months ago. But even when she worked full time and she was making good money, he, you know, and maybe that's where your issue is too. Like he, he, maybe he feels that pressure. I don't know how he feels, but he just, he's not taking any, he's not taking any from us. Like he, he might let him pay a light bill or something, but when it comes down to that mortgage, you know, the bulk of the bill, the car note and stuff like that, that yeah, he's paying that. And I can respect him. I, I respect that. You know, I feel like, you know, I feel happy that she has a good man, you know, that's willing to sacrifice, you know, certain times, you know, just so that he can provide for his family. Yeah. Okay. Well, does anybody have anything else that anybody want to touch on before we go ahead and bring this to a close? Smurf, you got anything you want to bring to the table? I've enjoyed this conversation. This is a really good conversation, you guys. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, we could have went hours with this because we could have got into the whole podcast. We could have gotten into sexual stuff about how initiating sex. We could have so gotten into I the wanted dating. to I wanted to bring up the sex, right? No, because we're gonna be here for another hour. It's okay. We're gonna break this two comments, two two episodes. <laughs> so listen, let's go ahead and get into the sex, right? Because I hate when people call dudes gay because they let their girl do stuff to them. Okay. Um <laughs> Listen, whatever your woman does to you sexually is that does not make you gay. By <laughs> definition, it don't. By definition, it don't because it's a man and a woman having consensual sex. Mm. But you're definitely questionable because Put your camera on. I can't talk Thank to you. I can't talk oh, to you. Yeah. He said everything I need to do. 
I was eating. I'm sorry. I didn't want to be rude. But yeah, I, look, I, I feel, personally I feel, feel like, like this. I'm not. I'm not food. homophobic at all. But I feel like a man and a woman having consensual sex cannot be deemed as gay. Right. Period. Because that's not the definition of it. But I feel like if a man likes anal penetration and the, things like that, then he is prone to allowing that with a man as well. I don't agree. I, I, I ain't say he do. Now, uh, it, hold on. Okay. Huh? Ain't no if you can hunt, you can hear. 
It's your exactly. freaking exactly. Hey, she gonna, she gonna stick she gonna stick that damn thing in his ass. Now I, I, I have, just stick that I thing gotta have gloves. I gotta have gloves. Are you gonna look at him the same? Listen. I'm listening. I cannot say that I would not, but I'm not <laughs> saying that I it's a I might. I might. Okay, like only birds. because you're on the of some birds. fetishes that I have, but, 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 yeah. but, I won't look. But at it's you. a lot of but. I shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> a lot of butt play going on around here. Shut up. Listen, <laughs> I I don't see myself looking at him no different, unless he's willing to let a man do it. Then I'll say, okay, you well, wouldn't. Know that you wouldn't know that he wouldn't be like, yeah, I would ask. Nigga be doing it for I would ask. I'm deep. Listen, I have <laughs> no I'm, problem with asking these questions. Are you attracted to me? But you're only gonna ask him because he asked you to penetrate him, like you wouldn't have asked early in the relationship. Right? That's what I'm saying. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like, it opened okay, that so door. These, for are that. Day, these are day night questions that I need to add to my list, then that's all. Yeah, because me and Isha right. have do you like your ass? Have you now? Have you do you or have you ever? Found yourself being attracted to men or ass play. Like, I want, yeah. Okay, so listen, good. I want to peg a man one day in my future. I want to peg a man. So you want you want to put on a strap and fuck a dude. That's what pegging is, damn it. You ain't have to be yeah, so Yeah, but, but I asked you that so you with can put your foot in your mouth. Do you want to do that to a gay, already gay man or a straight man? You want to break I, him. Like, that's a difference. This something is are you open to bisexual men? Hell no. Okay then. So how you want to peg with no man? I can't compete How you want to peg a man and you're not open to bisexual men because you gotta be bisexual man if you're doing that? No, I can't. Because I feel like he is bisexual if he let you peg him. Because he'll let a man peg him. If he let you put a dildo on and go in his ass, he like dick in his ass. Well that's why you saying you can't you can't compete because that's why you you're not thinking of it like that. Just because he enjoys doesn't necessarily mean he's gay. I didn't say gay. I said bisexual. <laughs> still, I mean, oh my god! I hate overlooks gay signs all the time. We have this. Conversation. I don't have a gay radar. You have the gay radar. That's why I always depend on you to let me know who gay. But you don't believe it when I tell you. I just be so. <laughs> It's not that I don't believe you. I just be in shock. I be surprised. Isha, you be like, you know, you know that nigga gay, right? Uh-uh, get the fuck out of here. Right. I be like, wait, are you serious? But she ain't never wrong. Look, she be like, no, no, no. She ain't never wrong, so. This is a very... Okay, do anybody have anything else to speak on sex? Because I'm ready to end this shit now. Because I, for one, y'all just put me on. I'm extremely vulnerable right now. I ain't never told nobody my fetish, and y'all just put me out there on Front Street. I feel like women should be more. I feel like women should initiate sex more often. What? Go ahead. I feel like women should initiate sex more often. Oh, I ain't got no problem. I feel like as a 35 year old man, I feel like. And I've thought about this. Um, I thoroughly enjoy being coming on to as well. I like to be worshipped. I like to be seduced. You know what I mean? I feel like women only do that on special occasions or, you know, when they want to treat us or cater to us, whatever that's called. But, like, I feel like if we're in a relationship and we stay at home, like, I feel like 
and I'm just speaking on my personal experience, I've always had to be more of the initiator of the sexual thing. So it's like, it's more my idea that I want it and you're okay with it. And you know what I mean? Like, I want to be seduced and you know what I mean? And worship and know that I'm, I was handsome today or I did something nice that kind of made you feel this way. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's one of the roles that I'm. I feel like Aisha, you need to. Um, I want to. We talking about look. We we would have moved on. We talking about how Trevor would like for women to start initiate more sex. We not talking no more about <laughs> none of what was said. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that no more. On the back, like on the back end. I feel like you need to open up your 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 options to about sexual men. If that's your fetish. Oh, I'm okay, thanks. <laughs> and uh. Um, here at the Coffee Apple Juice Podcast, we have nothing against anybody of the bisexual, gay, any of the alphabets. We have nothing against y'all whatsoever. Yeah. Me personally, it's, it's like just my preference. I cannot date a bisexual man. What you have already? But keep on. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Shut up, Isha. Girl, me too. Let me stop putting you on blast, girl. All oh, my ex is gay. Oh my god. But yeah, this is fun. I really enjoyed what this. What the? Hold on, let, <laughs> hey, hold on. Let, we're not, we're not gonna skip over this. Like, like this shit just. All her dead. ex is gay. Isha, <laughs> <laughs> you are banned from the Coffee and Apple Juice no, podcast. You are you never be back. against on you, my you shit again. Bitch, you, you talking tiny week. too much? Well, whoever brought this car, you knew what was gonna happen when you asked that question. I ain't never tell you to put my ball, motherfucking ball, like business that. out. You the one who said that I need to ask. <laughs> you done told the world that I done dated somebody that was gay. First of all, I don't know which one. I think all women have. No. You know, I think all, girl, no, let's not go there. Aisha is the type that thinks every man is gay. She's a female misogynist, okay? She don't like men. So she what? can find fault in all y'all. Uh, I mean, but that's another topic for another day. Yeah, let's not let's not slander. Let's not do no slander. I love men, especially black. The fuck on Slandering <laughs> us, we ain't do nothing. Okay, moving right along. That hat. Let me get that hat from Isha. Oh yes, listen, we got a sponsor. Uh, Footage Boutique is um, a clothing boutique down in Atlanta, Georgia, and they blessed me with a hat from their new clothing line called Gravity Girl. Listen, sis got some really cute pieces for the summer. She's got she's coming out with her own clothing line, and I really, really love them. So shout out to them for the hat. Thank you so much for the merch. I really appreciate it. Links will be in the description on where you guys can go to purchase pieces from her custom line as well as this dope-ass fucking denim hat because y'all know I cut the top off the Maybach. So I love baseball (laughs) caps now, and I wear them all the time. I have a bunch of different color baseball caps, and I really love them. So she blessed me with this, and I really, truly appreciate it. So shout-out to Latifah down in Georgia with her uh, footage boutique and her Gravity Girl clothing line. Yeah, make sure you send me that information because um, I'm going out there to that that festival, one music music one festival in October. I want to go. I'm gonna check it out. I definitely will. Um, do you got Do you got ways? Um, they getting there. They get. Where's the rat? 
I do. Oh yeah. She, so she I just I just re bleached my hair today, and if y'all don't know anything about bleach, it it's almost like a relaxer a little bit. Like my hair is kind of straight, so I'm waiting. I'm I'm getting there. I ain't gonna get you seasick, but you gonna you know you gonna be at the shore. You think you can get some good waves? You got that wave pattern in your hair anyway, right? So yeah. I just have to. Y'all have to keep in mind, my hair has been short now for a month and two weeks. I cut my June second, so I have to get in the habit of brushing my hair. I don't like like I've been watching YouTube videos on how they be like. What they put the shampoo in their hair and they brush it, put the do rag on, then wash the shampoo out with the do rag on. I can't do that because it messed up my eyelashes. So I have to wash my hair. Just don't let no nigga rub your waves out. <laughs> you tell that nigga keep his hands to himself while you're there. Just to slap it, just slap it on top of the head. Don't let that nigga rub your waves backwards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you calm him down, down, down head, he might get dizzy. For one, I don't like no hands move. on the back of my head, no way. But that's a whole other conversation. Hey, listen, we're gonna start a Patreon soon. You have to dark conversations. We'll be coming your way from the Coffee After This podcast. <laughs> Coffee, this is about to be spike, spike talk, spike lemonade. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, shout out to our sponsors. Um, I really love this hat. I thought it was super cute. These little dangly things here are really dope. I love that. So thank you again, Footage Boutique. We really appreciate it. Trevor, Aisha, Isha, thank you guys so much for joining us today. I had so much fun with you guys. This conversation was definitely one for the books. Um, it was a pleasure hearing both of you guys' points of views. Um, and anytime you guys want to come back, we're recording every week, every Monday. Episodes will be released every Wednesday. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. Smurf, you want to close us out? Thank you to our viewers and our listeners for coming through for another episode of Coffee and Apple Juice. I am Smurf. This is my lovely, my lovely I'm Smurfette. Miss Hadia. I'm Smurfette. Miss Hadia. I'm Smurfette. Miss Hadia. Y'all see my yeah. name. America, y'all, y'all excuse her. <laughs> but we wanna we definitely wanna yes, thank our, we definitely. definitely wanna thank our guest again, Miss Isha and Trevor. Thank we you. thank y'all for coming on. Well, I'm, I'm glad I was able to get you on this. You like I really love your point of view. Like you are a rare breed, believe it or not. Like we don't hear too many men with your thought process. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for allowing me the platform to be vulnerable and honest without judgment. Thank you. You know you can be vulnerable with me, baby. You can be vulnerable. All right, close out, Smurf. To our viewers, please like, share, subscribe, comment, all that. We we
<laughs> I as well. I'm on Instagram as well up under T Springs. T is just a letter. S P R I N G S T Springs comedian. All one word. All right. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to us. Y'all know that we bring y'all the best of us every Wednesday. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor. And also you can watch the visual on YouTube. Until next time, y'all know deuces. Yeah, ain't nobody fucking with my t-shirt. You supposed to do that at the beginning of the show, Smurf. Nope, Nope. I get it at the end.